Welcome to the D-Free Podcast, keeping you in the black, bringing you the pulse of spiritual, mental, and financial health. Black women are the number one group starting businesses, but we are the least amount finance. All right, welcome to D Free in the Black, the podcast that helps to keep you financially free and sound and happy and healthy. Uh, we're kicking off 2018 and we're excited for this new season of In the Black. Uh, we're going to open our show um, today talking with Miss Alexandria Greenwood, um, aka Alex, aka Intuition.LA. She is an amazing young female, African American female entrepreneur who is conquering the both online and in-store shopping experience. She is um, a phenomenal woman who started her business from meager beginnings, but is now um, taking up the corner spot at uh, the South Bay Galleria Mall in Redondo Beach, California. And I had the pleasure of meeting Alex through uh, Tanya MyFab Finance. Shout out to you. Um, Another female entrepreneur who works in the financial space And she tagged Alex in something. I started following Alex and realized that she's more than just selling women's clothes online. She really does have a mission and a purpose around what she's doing and is very driven by the work that she does, not just in selling retail products, but um, helping other women-owned businesses get started. So in many ways, this is a celebration of social media and the potential for very positive and constructive relationship building through social media. Absolutely. Great. Alex? Yes. My yes. name is DeFarisores, and uh, I like Alexandria more than Alex. Alexandria <laughs> is, is Egyptian, and Egypt is in Africa, and we are African people. So if I call you Alexandria, you won't mind, do you? No. Okay, perfect. Great. Well, welcome to In the Black, Alexandria. It's, it's so important for young people to remember that Martin Luther King was the one who reminded us about all of the negative connotations of the word black, you know, black male, black list, black ball. But when it comes to finance, black is good. And every company in, in the world wants to be in the black, which means that you make more money than you spend or you owe. You. And so the theme yes. of this podcast is be, be in the black. It's not just for black people, but especially black people need to be in the black like you. So how, how'd you start? Yes. I, I heard a rumor. And that is that you started your business with $500 and five necklaces? Yes. So um, when you don't have a lot, you don't ask a lot of questions because you're scared that they're going to ask you for some more money. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a business license. I didn't have a business license and I didn't even have a seller's permit. I didn't even know they were free. So <laughs> I went to a store. They were having a sale. All I could afford was to buy five necklaces and buy out their stock. So I did it, and I just kept flipping and flipping and flipping until I was able to create, you know, accessories, add candles, add shoes, and purses, and little by little, I created 250 products, and I didn't, I had it all in my house. So I had to figure out a way for my customer not to just get a candle and an item, but to get them the whole experience and to give us in the hood or in the community something that was what I was from, which was luxury retail. So I created this small, small space in the in the community. And then from there, I got into the mall. So little by little, I just worked my way. 
Well, in a year. well wait, you, you, you jumped right into entrepreneurship <laughs> when the average person yeah. is scared to death of just starting a business. Did you ever have a job? Yes, I've worked in retail for 16 years. Okay, so, so I've had a at lot what point of jobs. did at what point did 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 the light bulb go off and move you from an employee to being an entrepreneur? Um, I think when my last store that I managed made three million dollars, and I wasn't even making a hundred thousand. Wow! So I'm like, that's just not fair. <laughs> so I'm building this brand, and I'm helping build this this brand and I'm building this following, but I'm not getting any of the benefits. So I said, if I could just give myself 10%. So little by little, I just started to decide that, you know, I heard something from Ming Lee. She, she sells hair and she said she started with $500. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, $500, anybody can do that. So I put the $500 literally a month after I filed bankruptcy and went through a divorce. So I had nothing. Yeah. Literally, that five hundred dollars was all I had. So um, I took it and I did it, and it it worked. Yeah, but you know, but I decided. You, you said something profound, and I, I want to pause right there to make sure you understand how profound it is. When when black people talk about fair, we are generally yeah. reflecting on our historical social socio economic context, and fairness yeah. speaks to how other people treat us. Now, quite frankly, it yeah. was fair for the store to pay you $100,000, even though it made $3 million in revenue, but it yeah. was not fair. You you were not being fair to yourself. Exactly. Because exactly. you were worth more than you were willing to accept as an employee. And, and to make it what I want people to understand is that in addition to demanding that other people treat us correctly and fairly, we have to treat ourselves correctly. And it starts by knowing your value. You know, Alexandria has said she, she realized she was worth more than she was being paid. And rather than demand that her employer pay her more, she decided to pay herself. Absolutely. Wonderful. We need a round of and applause you, for you Alexandria. Have, I know. I wish we had a button, <laughs> but I'm going to clap for you right now. Amen. You have to. One lady told me, and this was, I think, Ming Lee, too. She said, you don't get what you're worth. You get what you negotiate. Right. So that really stuck to me because that. I couldn't negotiate a million dollars, so I was like, okay, let me figure out a way to make it myself. Absolutely. So. And you started with your first store. You mentioned that it was in in the hood. Um, she, yes. Well, she said it was in the house now. It, Well, in the house. So you're assuming the house was in the hood. No, 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 no. Well, I look at where she is now, and I think people will, this is, it happens a lot. People see, you know, kind of the tip of the iceberg. They never see what the journey looks like going from, like yeah. you said, selling five necklaces to now, I, you know, if I walked into your store and had never met you, I'm walking into yeah. a high-end boutique store in the middle of a mall. I'm not thinking about where you came from, um, but I think it's important for yeah. us to to be real and talk a little bit about what that journey looked like. So tell us what that what that transition looked like from your your living room to the corner corner lot of the South Bay Gallery Mall. From from my living room, I, I was making money because I had no you know expenses really. I I paid my bills already, and I was still kind of working. Um, I didn't quit my job until I got the other store. Mm -hmm. So once that that was easy, I was literally in being able to reinvest into my business. So I was able to, you know, a lot of people don't have a lot of product, but I was able to continue to buy because one, I wasn't eating from it. And two, 
um, I, I didn't have any expenses for the business. So a lot of people jump right in and then quit their job. And right. so I don't recommend that. Um, I recommend that you invest in your business and you really, I didn't sleep, but I had that opportunity to buy as much as I can right. and really be prepared. So when I did make the jump, I had the construction money. I had the money to 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 furnish it, to to put it out, and I didn't have to buy a lot of product because I had so much. Um, I had so much that I already had in my home that I was able to just style it in a way, put it in a way, and get people in to support me. And I think a lot of times we just say, "Oh, I'm gonna do this, and I'm just gonna quit," yeah. and we end up we end up sinking very fast because we don't have the the money to support ourselves. So exactly right. that was my journey and my my transition. I definitely had to work all the way up through it. And it's still been hard, you know, because I'm used to spending a certain amount for my household, my grocery, you know, everything costs. And so if you don't prepare for that, you can really be in some trouble. So so when you were selling products, prepare. you were selling products from your house. Yes. You kept your full time yes. nine to five job and the products yes. that you sold, it sounds like. You didn't spend that money, but you reinvested that no. money into your business and put some money aside yes. so that when it was time to expand, you didn't have to borrow the money. You could self-fund your expansion. Exactly. I, wow. I had everything. And um, I just really, I call it, I've started other businesses before, and I had way more money to start those businesses. But this one, I started with $500, and I started with God. Like, I listened every single step of the way. Right. I prayed more than I ever prayed in my life. Good. And I was very in tune with my my God, my relationship with God and um what my intuition was telling me. <laughs> so hence the name I Intuition really, LA. I love hence it. The name of my store. So I really, really stayed focused and I didn't listen to other people. I was running twenty eight stores when I quit. So I was the merchandiser for a high-end company, and I had 28 stores, which included Saks, Barney's, Neiman's, and I was the lead merchandiser for L.A. So I had a very flexible job. So, yeah, it's easier for me to – I had nowhere to be every day. I could go to any store I wanted to, and I didn't have to stay there for eight hours. I had to stay there for four. So it was a little bit easier than most people that sit at a desk, but if you want it, you will do it. After I cooked dinner, I came home, cooked dinner for my family, then I would deliver stuff to other people that had ordered for me because I offered free delivery. Wow. And wow. a lot of people don't want to offer free delivery. But the reason why I did is because when you're online, you miss the person to person. You miss the interaction. So I decided to keep delivering because I got to meet my customers. And if I go to your date and I put a necklace on you, you're going to remember me forever. Right. Forever. You know, if forever. I go to your mom's house, your auntie's house, your boyfriend's house, your work, you're going to remember me. And a lot of those customers are still my customers to this day. Well, if you just so, joined yeah. us, this is the In the Black podcast produced and promoted by DFree, the financial freedom movement. I'm DeForest Soares, and Tamika Stembridge is with me. We are your co-hosts, and we're speaking with a young genius from California who decided that she was worth more than her employees would pay her, and therefore she decided to pay herself. Miss Alexandria Greenwood, owner of Intuition.LA, better known as Alex, and she's telling us 
her story, yes. which matches all of the defree principles that we teach, that the first step to getting to financial freedom is to avoid spending more than you earn and using credit cards. And, and financial freedom starts by being debt-free, but it doesn't end there. It ends with being able to do your passion, pay yourself, and give back to your community. Tamika has told me about your commitment to supporting other businesses and other community yeah. ventures as a part of your core operation. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, when I started, like I said, I didn't have any money. And I looked around and I looked for brands and I looked for ways to help me. And it was just nothing. Black women are the number one group starting businesses, but we are the least amount financed. If I was a white man named Mike, I would have 10 stores right. because my product is different. People love it, but I just don't have the backing. And so I made it my debt, like my whole mission is to give part of my proceeds back and get other women giving back to women. Because once I start, then then it becomes, you know, the same thing as when you flaw. You know, if you start, yeah. everybody's giving back, then it makes other people want to give back. Yeah. So my whole thing is to promote that and get other women involved. My next give big, big grant is, you know, it's me. Um, it's my fab finance. It's Leah. She owns the Girl Cave LA, and we're all gonna be able to give back in a big way to women of of color. And so I just really promote that, and I really want to teach women. It is about sacrifice and work, but if you work hard, you can do anything you want to do. So I want to help them do that. Yeah, that's that's really big. You know, um, I was living paycheck to paycheck and credit card bill to credit card bill some years ago. And the entire D-Free curriculum really grew out of my own journey. And what I discovered yeah. about myself was that there were four levels that I had to achieve. Uh, Tamika teaches churches and groups around the country uh, how to execute yeah. this strategy. And level four is giving back. Mm -hmm. we, we don't believe yeah. financial success ends with the attainment of things. We believe that financial success concludes by giving back institutionally, uh, financially, spiritually, and otherwise. And so you, you are a shining example of everything we're trying to get African Americans to embrace. Absolutely. Because people think that you give when you have so much, but sometimes you give when you have nothing and God blesses you with more. And I think that really, when you don't give, it, it gives a, a energy off of lack and not having, and that's what you get is more bills, more lack. I think when you give, it's in that energy that you are, you know, ab abundance, yeah. and you are always blessed. Every single time I give, God comes through ten times fold, and I don't give because of that, but I do want to inspire people to think of it in a whole different way because it is inspiring. The letters, the emails that I receive, the people that I'm able to help, it takes my business to the to the next level just by being able to give to them. Absolutely. Tell me, what are, so there's three levels of DFREE, and we talked about give back, but I want to jump back to level three, which is get ahead. And in that section of DFREE, we talk a lot about insurance and investment and ways to grow and protect what it is that you have. Um, you shared some information with me when we were in the store just talking um, about what it takes to actually protect your business and what it would look like um, should something happen. I mean, you work in retail. If someone walks in and takes a necklace, that's inventory. Um, if the if the store caught on fire, you know, what do you do? It in you're a very t you're a tangible business. So if anything happens, yeah. rain, water, fire, um, you run the risk of losing everything. Can you talk a little bit about what it takes to really shore up 
your business, especially now that you're in a mall. Yes. I can't say that enough. Like I've seen very few, if any, other black women have their own store yeah. in a mall, like a physical store. This is not a pop up that you put a curtain over. Like this is like a real live store with right. doors and windows. Yes. <laughs> no, um, it's insurance. And I think that we spend a lot of time being fly, but we don't really look fly in the books. And and I mean, my grandparents just always taught me to over-insure yourself. When I had my child, it cost $75,000, and I paid 250 deductible, and I left. But all year, I paid for that. You know, yeah, I paid yeah. my $500 a month. And we don't do that. We are fly. You know, you wreck your car, you can't get it fixed. No, I am overinsured in every single step of my life, and that includes my business. If something burns down, I'm gonna be richer. I'm literally gonna be able uh, to have listen, more stores. How did you? How did you? Where are you from? How did you become you? Who taught you all this stuff? <laughs> I'm from LA, but I watch people and. My grandparents are very smart. My grandfather yeah. started at Edison Gas Company, wow. and he literally started in the warehouse. He knew that he had to meet people, so he joined every NAACP, Congress, LA this, LA that, and he changed in the gas station and put his suit on, and he went to those events, and he met people, and he retired as a VP of Edison Gas Company because he worked his butt off, and he knew that it took looking a certain way, acting a certain way, being a certain way yeah. to get where he wanted. Yeah. And and that's just what it is. It's it's about being everything that you need to be. And Tamika gets on me because I will work, I will ship, I will clean, I will do everything for this business because this is my dream and I'm refusing to let anybody ruin it. I just love this young woman. I, I can't wait to come to L.A. <laughs> and, and come to your <laughs> mall. You. I might get a candle yes. or two. Oh, I my just, gosh, her candles are you beautiful. Have to, we, have, we, will have to, we will have to send you a candle anyway really? before you come. You know, my, my, passion, yes, my passion is not only to support persons like yourselves, but to make sure people yes. know who you are. Unfortunately, if you're not an entertainer or athlete or criminal, uh, it's, it's yes. hard to gain name recognition. The, the new black leaders of this of this time yeah. in history are not the preachers and, and, and the people that give press conferences or even the politicians. Okay. It's, it's persons like yourself who learn from your grandparents and are, who are taking advantage of the same opportunities that people come here from all over the world to take advantage of. The fact is you can't change how uh, yeah. the White House thinks about you, but you can take control no of your future, notwithstanding what the White House thinks of you. Absolutely. Exactly. I just love you. I love, I just love, uh, you said you got divorced? Yes, I did. Did you get married again? <laughs> no, I'm not married again. Oh, <laughs> I'm scared okay. of marriage this time. You're, I'm scared. You're married to I, your I mission. my ex-husband. <laughs> yes, I, I just, I got married really young. So I, you know, we were kids and we just, he's a really good person. He's a really good dad, but. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't for us, and yeah. we really tried, you know. Well, it's better to be happily divorced than than miserably married. Miserably married, right? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes, for, especially for my son, especially yeah, for my sure. son, because yeah. he needs to see two happy people and learn what love looks like. And I didn't want to show him anything else. Yeah, got it. Great. So, Miss Alex, we are again. I'm really, really thankful to have had you on the podcast. Um, it was one of my my missions once I got back from L.A. and actually seeing what you had created. But what I want you to do is tell people how they can find you, where can they where can they find intuition, where can they shop. And then I want you to think of, as you're doing that, one final thought that you would want to share with our listeners who may be thinking about um, starting a business. 
So tell us where to find you first. Okie Okay, so intuition.la on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And then also my name is Alexandria.Greenwood on Instagram. And you're able to find me and then email me info at intuition.la. And my final thought is fight for your dream. Every single day I wake up and I get to live my dream and I really, really work hard. But I have... I have my dream, and no one can take that away. So don't allow anybody to take it away. It doesn't matter how much money it costs. To move into this mall was so much money, I didn't have it, but I fought for my dream. And um, once you do it, it's amazing. Absolutely. Fight for your dream. Fight for your dream. I I love it. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Again, this is D Free in the Black. Um, Stay tuned. We drop a new episode every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I believe yours is going to be airing um, in January. So we look forward to having you on the show. And I hope to see you again soon. Have an amazing holiday. Thank you. You too. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Send me my candle. All right. I will. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye.